Thank you, Bella. Appreciate it as always. Welcome back to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. And today I get to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're getting an opportunity to spend it with uh, friends and family. Although some of you might not want to spend it with family, but you know, these are the things we have to do sometimes around the holidays, right? Um, it's a little different Thanksgiving for me this year. And I didn't really have a, a set topic for this podcast. So just kind of some few things rattling around in my brain that I wanted to uh, get out there, uh, remind you of, things like that. So first, the other day I was training. And I mean, not sports specific, not the not out with a soccer ball or anything like that, but, you know, in the gym type of training and strength training and, and that sort of thing. And it had been a little while for obvious reasons since I, uh, I'd been I'd done that. And it just reminded me of a few things of one, don't stop, always find the time to do it. And which is kind of my point. It reminded me of when you get into that habit with training and I started training you know, like most of you, way back when I was, uh, man, I guess maybe 13 or 14, I started training for uh, sports and lifting weights and, and so forth. And when you stick with it long enough that it becomes a habit, it it's, you miss it. And you feel off without it. Sometimes you don't even realize it until you get back to doing it, realize how different you feel when you aren't training, um, what an important part of your life it becomes when you when you stick with it long enough that it becomes a habit. Um, and, and to that point also, and some of you may have felt this way, or you know, even the adults listening, if if you you know work out for health reasons or whatever, and you you get into the habit of doing it long enough, and you've had those days, I'm sure, where you whatever's going on in your in your life, you just don't feel like training you don't feel like getting into the gym or for the players out with the ball or whatever and sometimes you don't right other times you you make yourself do it even though you don't want to and i have found just for me from personal experience that almost without fail some of the best workouts the best training sessions i ever have are those ones that i almost didn't do because of, you know, it was a tough day or I was really busy or tired or had a headache or, you know, whatever it is. Inevitably, those end up being some of the best, most productive training sessions ever. You know, you get, you release the endorphins and it just completely changes your view of things. It changes your mindset and it's just an, an awesome feeling. So what I'm trying to get at is if you struggle with that if you can work on making it into a habit and i say this both with uh clients i've trained in terms of you know health and fitness but also with with young soccer players if you really struggle to make that a habit to find the time get up in the morning and do five minutes of something right as a player five minutes of ball work if you're talking about and or you know as an adult that you have struggling to get to the gym right get up in the morning boom do five minutes of as many push-ups and, and bodyweight squats as you can do something right away the first thing you do in the morning you start developing it as a habit when you do it long enough and it becomes a habit it's it, it then reverses on you and it's tough to not do it okay so i kind of been babbling on longer with that than i wanted to but i did want to get that out there and it, it all comes down to loving the game and you have to learn to love the training to get the most out of the fun part to get the most out of the game um, and a lot of times it's a mental battle with yourself 
but uh, a lot of little things you can do. And if, if you can just stick with it long enough to where it becomes a habit, it's amazing uh, the difference it'll, it'll make in not only your game, but just your mentality in general, both for, for soccer and, and life. And uh, this doesn't really lead into this, but one of the things I've been thinking about recently, I'm not really sure why, but Rocky Balboa, the movie Rocky Balboa, not, you know, which was, I guess the last Rocky movie he did before the, the Creed movies, um, which kind of goes back to all the way back to the first and second in terms of how the movie was done and everything. It, like, forget all those terrible sequels. Rocky Balboa, a really, really good movie to watch. There's a specific scene on the streets uh, talking to his son, and you can probably find this on, on YouTube, but he talks about how life isn't about how hard you hit obviously as a boxer so it's kind of a could have a little boxing talk and it. it's not about how hard you hit it's about hard how hard you get hit and keep moving forward and i just think that's so true obviously he's talking about life it's so true in sports and you know you've heard me talk about obstacles and there'll always be obstacles and you need to look at those obstacles that are as opportunities and it's kind of the same thing you're always going to find adversity there are always going to be ups and downs and obstacles and you know whether it's uh, a coach you don't get along with or you're playing a position you don't like or you know uh, an opponent you can't stand that's all seems to always beat you somehow whatever it is you're going to find those obstacles all the time and you have to accept that that's part of it focus on controlling what you can control you've heard me talk about that and look as it is an opportunity to get better as an opportunity to improve as an opportunity to learn from that obstacle say what can i take away from this that's going to make me a better player in the future um but again it i would definitely check out that movie i think it's a great movie for uh young athletes to watch another one of course being miracle uh go check that out one with uh kurt russell about the 1980 u.s hockey team i think you know, it's been so long, people forget what an incredible, incredible story that was. That Soviet team had not lost in 20 years or over 20 years or so, something like that. I mean, it was just, and it was a bunch of, just a bunch of college, amateur, college, um, post-college young, young players. And it's just, it's an amazing, amazing movie to watch. Talk about obstacles adversity and opportunities and all that definitely check that out and of course facing the giants especially the death crawl scene you can find that on on youtube it's amazing just a great example of how you are capable of so much more than you think but your own head gets in the way okay it's something i try and convey to my players all the time you you can do so much more you are capable of so much more as a player than you think and you are the one limiting yourself Okay, it's not not parents or it's not coaches, it's not teammates, it's your own head. Get out of your own way. That's what you have to do. Get out of your own way and accept the fact that you can be so much more. Um, and to that fact, and I kind of posted about this, but I want to talk about it a little bit too. This might be more for parents, but players, I need you to understand this as well. Because again, speaking of obstacles, look, most coaches, unfortunately, they limit your potential right away on your soccer journey by focusing on passing from day one, overemphasizing passing from day one. They never allow you to master the ball, which oddly enough is going to make you a much better passer when you're older, but the coaches aren't thinking that through because they're thinking about making you play like many adults and winning games right away. 
And yet, what do coaches fear the most from any team they play? I guarantee you it's not players that can predictably pass the ball back and around, back and around, back and around. I'm sorry, what? Wait, where was I with that? Yeah, boring, right? Coaches fear great dribblers, kids. They fear great dribblers because great dribblers can wreak havoc on a defense, okay? When you beat one defender off the dribble, you pull another defender over who's now out of position. Now you're opening up gaps in the defense. You're opening up space in behind for the passing game, for teammates to make penetrating runs, for you to attack, okay? Great dribbling destroys defenses and their ability to stop you. And then all those passes you want to hit, they're a lot more open. They have a lot more opportunities to do it, okay? Individual defenders, what do they fear? Great dribblers, of course. They don't fear keeping you in front of them and then you're going to pass sideways you're going to, or you're going to pass backwards because you're never going to attack them off the dribble. They love that. That's fantastic, okay? Love it. So anyway, an important point to understand with all this is I'm not saying this emphasis on ball control and dribbling and, of course, finishing. I've got to remember, when I talk about ball control and dribbling, I always want to add in finishing there because finishing is simply the most difficult passing you can do. If you can learn to finish, you're going to be a great passer. Okay. And what I'm get, what I was just getting to is I'm not saying this emphasis on ball control and dribbling means that that's what you need to be when you're older. I'm not talking about, this is what so many people argue um, or debate with me. Uh, think I'm saying is that Every player at all times through their entire career, every time they get the ball, should try and dribble through the entire team. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying an, an emphasis on ball control and dri more dribbling, maybe a little more than you should at younger ages, is what you need to do so you can play at a higher level when you are older so that you can reach your potential as a player. Right? And, and look, being great with the ball is going to give you the time and space for better passing. And as I, I mentioned a minute ago, there are no better passers than the great finishers because because finishing is simply the ability to pass under the most difficult, most stressful, most crowded situations on the pitch. There is no more crowded area on the pitch than the finishing area in front of the box. OK, but look, look up some highlights of people like Pele, Messi, Ronaldo, Maradona passing the ball. Fantastic. Pass. Man, Maradona was an unbelievable passer. OK, now on that note. Here's a guy that so many people talk about with regard to his passing and also being small, uh, and that's Iniesta for Barcelona. Um, I really, really recommend you checking out this video. It is a phenomenal. It is a master class on what I am talking about in terms of development, of what I want you to be as a player, what you can be as a player, and what that incredible mastery of the ball allows you to do completely separate from just beating a defender 1v1 and being fancy, okay? Look, just w watch this video and see the skill, the first touch. Watch how disruptive Iniesta is to a defense, how many players have to pay attention to him and get pulled out of the team shape, which gives him opportunities to make plays for teammates. I mean, he's an absolutely, absolute nightmare. His shielding, awareness, vision, movement, touch, control, all of it, it is fantastic. You must, must must watch this video go check go to the soccerspecialist.com slash art a-r-t this is everything 
that I'm talking about, okay? Because you're going to see unbelievable ball control, his ability to get out of pressure, to escape from two, three, four defenders so that he can make a pass. So he never panics. He never just kicks the ball away. And it's not all about fancy moves, and it's not all about just taking on an individual defender, okay? So I'll leave it there. I got some other stuff, but I know I've been kind of rambling a lot with this one. But please, I highly recommend you go check out this video. Go to thesoccerspecialist.com slash art. Uh, thanks again for listening. I appreciate you all so much. That's what I'm thankful for. You listen to the podcast. You engage in the in the Facebook group. You give shout outs when people are looking for information and you know I can help. Um, you you share. You let other people know about this. I really do appreciate it so much. We've got so many good things coming uh, down the pike. I'm really going to try to have that Black Friday special available for you. It might be Cyber Monday, but I'm going to do my best to have it out. I really, really hope you enjoy the day. I hope you enjoy the weekend. Man, if you're playing a Thanksgiving tournament, you are so, so lucky. Uh, I miss them. This uh, first time we're not playing. It's such a fantastic time to play in a tournament. I think it's my favorite tournament weekend of the year. Um, so if you are playing, get out, enjoy it, have fun, enjoy the time with the family. And I will talk to you later.